0: We begin with another warning that a global downturn is looming, which could see fewer new jobs, smaller household budgets and a drop in corporate profits. That's according to the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank, which held their annual meetings in Washington this week. A recession in major economies isn't for certain just yet, but business activity is slowing to a crawl. Now, in its annual World Economic Outlook, the IMF said global GDP growth will decelerate to just over 3% this year and even less than that in 2023. That's down from more than 6% last year. In major economies, IMF officials project a slowdown across the board. That's most pronounced in the US, where GDP growth is on track to come in at 1.6% in 2022. Last year, that number was at 5.7%. And as incomes go down, inflation will stay elevated. The pace of consumer price hikes in most economies is expected to stay near record highs over the next year. 2023 slowdown will be broad-based, with countries accounting for a third of the global economy expected to contract this year or next. The three largest economies, the United States, China and the euro area, will continue to stall. In short, The worst is yet to come, and for many people, 2023 will feel like a recession. Now, that slump will have dire consequences, with tens of millions of people potentially falling below the poverty line. Central banks in rich nations, led by the U.S. Federal Reserve, are raising interest rates at their fastest pace in decades. As a result, investors are diverting trillions of dollars in financing towards safe assets, that are denominated in the greenback. That leaves fewer resources for developing nations to support their own economies. Let's hear from World Bank President David Malpass. The global environment, as you know, is very challenging. In fact, it's grim for developing countries. I I think there's a crisis facing development. We put out our poverty numbers uh, uh, last week. So showing 70 million more people in extreme poverty and median income going down by four tenths of a percent. That's the first decline in the records that that the World Bank's been keeping since 1990. All of the problems that uh, that people have taken note of—the inflation problem, the interest rate rises, uh, and the the cutoff of capital flows to developing world hits the poor hard. Now let's go to Taha Arvas, he's an economist and an adjunct professor of finance at Bawazici University. Great to have you back with us as always Taha. Another day, another warning of a global recession it seems, this time from the World Bank and the IMF. Do you believe that a global downturn is inevitable at this point and when might we see one? I think it
1: is unfortunately uh, very much in the cards in the very near future. If we go just by the U.S. figures, we saw both consumer price index and the PPI, the producer price index, increase uh, this last week, which means the U.S. has not yet begun to feel the recession, which also means the Federal Reserve will hike interest rates more aggressively in the coming weeks, and markets price that in. But we got a warning from uh, the head of the ECB, Christian Lagarde, who said that uh, markets are not correctly pricing in what's going to happen in Europe, uh, which means they also... Are going to be very uh, stringent in increasing interest rates so what do all these things mean it means borrowing will be more expensive it means your credit card debt will increase or at least the payments on them will increase and all of these things will i mean these central banks are actually trying to slow the world's economy and that means recession there's no other way about it well that's right because despite the negative impact on
0: growth from high interest rates as, as you pointed out the imf says central banks should essentially stay the course and continue to raise rates in order to rein in inflation, saying that the world can't afford runaway inflation. Do you agree? Should inflation be fought at all costs, even if it does mean a recession? Which is worse,
1: higher inflation or a recession? Uh, that's a good question. Then that is the the, the multi-trillion dollar question right there. Can economies um, uh, withstand a long period of time, a long periods of recession? Um, and if they can, then, or at least a short period of recession, if they can, then no problem. But if they can't, if that's going to cause more damage than long-term inflation will, then I think we have other problems. What I think is going to happen, ultimately, the central banks are going to change their definition of what is acceptable recession. Currently, it's 2% for the ECB and the Federal Reserve. But I think soon, probably in the next six months, we're going to hear that number change to 3 or 4% because it doesn't look like it's, it's working. The Federal Reserve has increased interest rates several meetings now, aggressively and yet uh, recession inflation continues to rise. Now the IMF chief
0: has pointed to slowdowns in in the world's three major economic regions. Uh, The US because of high interest rates, Europe because of higher natural gas prices, China because of its own housing affordability problems and its ongoing uh, strict COVID-19 policies. Which is doing the most damage in terms of growth do you think out, out of all of that?
1: Right. I think, I think the China story is the most interesting uh, only because, um, because of these uh, zero COVID policies that China has. It's actually a benefit to, to global energy prices. Uh, the Chinese aren't moving around as much. Um, they're not producing as much. That hurts uh, export prices in general. People are looking for alternatives, but it also helps uh, oil prices. Now, imagine if China opens up completely tomorrow without any restrictions. Then we're looking at a major spike in oil prices that's going to cause real inflation that we haven't yet uh, seen because china has been so uh, slow to reopen so um on the other on the other side you, you mentioned these other things the the russia ukraine situation is causing europe uh to have these spike in natural gas prices i mean these are all things that affect each other which is which is uh, interesting um but i think uh we have yet to feel the full brunt winter has just arrived uh, of what's going to happen and I think we're going to, in a few months, you know, when I'm, when I, I hope I'll be back in December and we'll talk about this. And then we're going to see a major, uh, the story's going to completely change by then, unfortunately. And uh, I know th- this question might
0: take a, a while to answer, but I- in a snapshot, what do economies, big or otherwise need to do I- in the face of a potential global recession?
1: Well, I mean, uh, citizens, uh, politicians ask, answer to their citizens. So every politician has to look out for their own citizens. Um, their electorate. What can they do best to make life easier for their citizens in the very near future, the midterm and the long term? And I wouldn't, I don't envy anyone's position, any politician's position, uh, but it's, it's a tough job. And, but somebody has got to do it.
0: Okay. Taha Arvas, we'll have to leave it there, but uh, thanks uh, for sharing your analysis with us as always. My pleasure.